In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, we're talking about anxiety and panic attacks. This is part two. If you've not listened to part one, jump back one episode, catch up, and you'll be right where we're at. In the meantime, hang in there. We'll be right back. Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright, originating from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. He has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States. David R. Wright has been featured on news outlets all across the country and is the clinical director of an outpatient mental health and hypnosis clinic located just south of Detroit, where he helps people daily using the power of hypnosis. Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright. What is going on, my friends? This is David Wright, the Motor City Hypnotist, and we are back with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast. Welcome back, David. Welcome back to you, Matt. That is Matt Fox, the other voice you hear. Yes, it is. We are here in the podcast, your voice, Southfield Studios, hanging out, hey, doing a podcast, having a drink. <laughs> yeah, you know, this is this is like a nice uh like like uh I don't want to call it a segue, but but nice break in my week. Like you know, and work it, and I just get to come out and but people talk listen, about things I like and yeah. things I know about and help people out and but people listen however whenever yeah. and it's Monday night and your this is your break of the week. So well, damn, <laughs> yeah. For the, for for those of you listening who listen to the audio portion of the podcast, just know that we we record typically Monday evenings at eight o'clock. Eight o'clock, East Standard Eastern Standard Time. EST. Yeah. EST. Just so you know, and and you can join us on Facebook Live. We always broadcast on Facebook Live. We will get YouTube set up one of these days. You mean you will? Yes, I will. <laughs> we, yeah. What I say? We? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. What in blazes are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. It's crazy. It's crazy. So anyway, we're here doing a podcast. Let me tell you, folks, where you can find me. My website is MotorCityHypnotist.com. Check it out. Um, we, we talked about, we're talking about anxiety and panic attacks, and oftentimes hypnosis is very effective for that. So if you want to book a session with me for hypnosis, check out the website, um, and for those of you who are a little leery or or anxious about making a phone call, you don't have to talk to anyone. You can go to the website. You can click with your mouse without interacting with one human being, and you can book it. You can pick it, fill out your information, select <laughs> in-person or telehealth, pay for the visit, and schedule it. Right. You never have to speak to anybody. So if you're anxious about that, there you go. <laughs> you can do it. Nicely done. Absolutely. Okay. And find me on social media, Facebook and YouTube, which are both Motor City Hypnotist, and on Instagram and Snapchat, which are Motor City Hypno, H-Y-P-N-O. Yay. And as usual, we have a free hypnosis guide. It's on every show note. I, I, I'll just keep saying it because I want to say it on every single podcast I've ever done, <laughs> just so not to, we don't break the streak. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> what happened so yeah the, the 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 free hypnosis guide is always available check out the show notes it's there click it download it yours to keep check it out do it give you some good information just, just do it do it do it now you can do it live 
We'll do it live. <laughs> Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing sucks. Well, it doesn't really suck. It's a good guide. No, it gives it's you some information yeah. and it'll help you out. Yeah, you gotta so. be careful with that, man. <laughs> I know. I, I don't want to like downplay my, my <laughs> hypnosis guide. What the, the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Sometimes I just don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, check out the hypnosis guide. It's yours. Okay. It's time. Is it? how winning is done all right so you got me on the last one yep so last let's... last one was a good story and and, and i know we, we've spent enough time together matt you know we love animals yes we, we love do. animal stories you know i i lost my pippin a couple of weeks ago so mm-hmm. but so animal stories really kind of speak to me so um let me just read that read the article okay an ex-racing greyhound has okay. finally found a home of his own and a sofa to snooze on Thanks to Dogs Trust Merseyside and its team of volunteers foster. Where is Do- Where is the Merseyside located at? Uh, that's a good question. I'm going to have to look at that. Okay. We'll, we'll get to that. It may be in the article. Okay. Despite never having lived in a home before, ex-racer Jack <laughs> proved to be the perfect house guest in his foster home. Jack, now age six, you th- you think he was a senior dog. Well, right. six is kind of senior if you do it in human In dog terms. years. Yeah, yeah, in dog years. Yeah. Uh, arrived at Dogs Trust Merseyside in August 2021, leaving his racing days behind. Sadly, when it came to finding him a loving home and a new family, it proved to be a slow process as he had never lived in a traditional home environment. Right, because he was always in he a racing. He was always at the track yeah. and racing. Yeah. You know... Okay, admission. Admission time. Okay. Yeah. Oh, good for you. I said truth back, or dare, and you back said truth. When, when, when my wife and I were first married, we went to visit some her relatives in Florida. Okay. An, an aunt and super nice. We, we love the visit, but we went to the dog track. Okay. At the time, we're like, eh, let's have fun at the dog track, we'll play some bets. And, and I, I, I've, how many years has that been? 30, 30, 30 years later? And I'm mm. like, ah. That's not a good thing to do, because <laughs> I because I, now knowing what happens right. at the dog tracks, mm-hmm. uh, you weren't I just dialed feel bad you, for them. I yeah, was you not weren't dialed, dialed into in. the inner workings. No. Do you have a brain like a chicken? At, at that time, I did. Yeah. So, so I, I feel kind of guilty about that. Just like yeah, wish people enjoying the dog track. David, it was thirty, thirty-five years. No, ago. I no, I get it. It it just it it's that feeling because I just I like animals so much, and yeah. I, I just hate them being used and yes. you know. That kind of a life, but I got you. Um, I got you. However, when one of the dogs trust volunteer foster families came forward to offer Jack a temporary home away from the kennels over the Christmas period, everything changed. Not only did this mean that Jack got lots of extra TLC, but dogs trust was able to see that although never having a sofa to call his own before he fitted he fitted into the home incredibly well. Huh. As a result, despite being previously overlooked for a year and a half, Jack has now raced into a home of his own. Oh, I see what they did there. Yeah, yeah. I know these these articles. I like sometimes I like the way they're written. Sometimes a little bit on the nose. You know what I mean? 
Sometimes two on the nose. Yeah. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. So a, a good friend of uh, a good friend of ours, uh, she has rescued greyhounds for, uh, over the years, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And they're 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 docile dogs. Mm-hmm. They really are docile. But they, when they need to get out and run, very active. You need to get them out. Yes. You can't have us a, a teeny weeny home. No, right. And in, in, without any room to be to play right. and to run. Right. They they they're docile. Yeah. But you get them outside and get them their exercise. Well, they cer- certain go. dogs are bred for certain things. I mean, I mean, uh, the, the the greyhound is is built to run. That's yeah. what they like. Yeah. Yeah. But very muscular dogs too. Yes. It was fantastic for Jack to have a break from his kennel life and gave us a great insight into how he would settle into a home, giving his racing racing background, said mm-hmm. Georgina Lowry, manager at Dogs Trust Merseyside. We, we shouldn't have doubted him. He was the perfect house guest. He quickly found his spot on the sofa, enjoyed his walks, was affectionate, loved his toys, and didn't mind spending time alone. That's another thing. Well, I guess though, if if you're if you're in a dog track, you're probably put into kennels overnight, right? Or, or right. that's probably where you live. So it's um, so funny you said that uh, Jack found his spot on the sofa. Yeah, no, that he was the sofa. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just yeah. can't find a spot on right, the sofa right. as a greyhound. You take up the whole thing. Finding out all that information meant we could give real detail about Jack's personality and how he liked to spend his days. Really paint a excuse me, really paint a picture of what life could be like with Jack. Having that extra insight proved lucky as whilst Jack was enjoying life in a foster home, Alex Carey from Anfield was making his, excuse me, making his way to the Hoyton rehoming center in search of a canine companion. Interesting. I haven't owned a dog before, so I was looking for a calm, relaxed dog, Alex said. Okay. I have known few greyhounds and like them, so rehoming so the rehoming center told me about Jack. Hearing how he was in a foster home helped me feel he could be exactly the dog I was looking for, and he has turned out to be perfect for me. We take four short walks a day, but in between times he just relaxes. Right, He's docile <laughs> well, dog. Again, yeah. four walks a day. That's a lot. Oh, good for you. I mean that, but see that. Again, adopting a greyhound, you know that you need to do that. Mm-hmm. You, you need, need to keep him active. Um, he's very easy come, easy go, so it's hard to understand why he was waiting so long for a new owner. He settled in really quickly and found a spot on the sofa immediately. Dogs Trust provides its team of fosterers with everything they may need for the dog in their care, including food, bedding, toys, and will cover the cost of any necessary vet bills. Wow. It's home from home team is always on hand to provide support to fosterers. What I I, I don't know where this organization is, but the the website is on the the article. All right, tell me, uh, give me the website. Dog dogstrust.org.uk. Oh, it's on the. It's uh, in the UK. Okay. Yeah, I I just saw that saying the um the link, the internet link or the site link. Okay. If you would like to find out more about any of the dogs waiting for their forever homes at Dogs Trust or about becoming a volunteer foster carer, please visit dogstrust.org.uk. It is in the UK, but still, great story. Um, Do you want to see a picture of Jack? Yeah, please. There you go. Look at him. Yeah. With his little with his little stuffed bear. It's like his own little Hobbs, I gotta say. Yeah, <laughs> right? That's awesome. Yeah. 
Here, I'll show you guys a picture of Jack. That's great. Uh, there they are. Since 1891. Really? Are you we've kidding? We've been working for a better future for dogs and the people who love them. Wow. Wow. Since 1891. That's, a, that's crazy. That's what I've just pulled up their website and that's their first sentence. Wow. Yeah. That, that, that makes me more impressed. Yeah. So if you're in the UK. So I think they know what they're doing. Check this out. Check, check out dogstrust.org.uk. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Just crazy. That, that, that blew me away. I'm, I'm like, you know. You're welcome. What's happened? Yeah, I'm yeah. just like, it's crazy. Yeah. So were- anyway, Jack got a new home, a Greyhound. He's not racing anymore. He's loved. He's got a great home. He's got a spot on the couch. He's all good. Go, Jack. Go, Jack. So when they tell him to get off the couch, do they really say that? Jack off? <laughs> Sorry. I'm 12. <laughs> Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what happened? They'd probably Sorry. say Jack down. So. <laughs> <laughs> this evening brought oh, to you by. <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> what are you people? On dope? Not yet. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Jack the Greyhound found his new home. Thank you, David. Check for it sure. out. Yeah, that, that's a great story. Our winner of the week for sure. That's how winning is done. I was waiting to say that the <laughs> yes, entire time is. once I heard the dog's you name. A, you had to load it up and be ready. <laughs> Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. <laughs> so speaking of getting off the couch. Yeah, um, right. We're talking lot, about anxiety. We are. A yes, lot of people yes. have trouble getting yes. off, getting themselves motivated when they are. Well, a lot of times when you're anxious, you isolate. You stay home. You don't get out. You don't do th- because because you're fearful of what could or might happen. Right. That, and, and that's part of the problem. And that leads to depression and a whole string of other issues. Okay. So, so last episode, just to briefly, we covered what anxiety is. And we talked about famous people who suffer from anxiety. Mm-hmm. So, so let me start off this episode talking about how to manage anxiety natural without using drugs now i'm not saying shouldn't use drugs sometimes it might be sometimes here here's my philosophy on medication and i say this to clients every day medication should not be your first option right medication is always the last option if nothing else works because you said you were going to talk about things that you can do that do not require absolutely medication absolutely so what are so so again anxiety is common it happens to a lot of people. We talked about 40 million people in the U.S. suffer with anxiety disorder. Um, and, and it's a common emotion based on circumstance. So here's the thing. You have to, you have to determine, is this anxiety typical or is it something that, that is different? Okay. You should feel anxiety if you're having money issues. You mm-hmm. should feel anxiety if, if you have a parent who's sick. Mm-hmm. Certain situations in life promote anxiety. That that's part of of life. It's part of going through this process of of living and experiencing things. But then getting through it, you know, you're anxious about money, yep. about your spouse yep. being sick, or your your parents being sick, or passing yep. away. You know, 
if you, it, it's how you take care of yourself through yeah. these periods of time. Absolutely. Right. And, and, and that's the big thing I say. And, and this is something I preach. And, and if you talk to any of my clients, I mean, you won't know them, but if you talk to them, one of the things I, I, I stress and I, I just really emphasize to my clients is take time for yourself. Mm-hmm. Do something that you enjoy. I don't care if it's painting, walking, watching TV, I, I have playing my hand, video I have games. My hand up. Yep, yep. Self-care. You man in the front row. Self-care. Exactly. Self-care. Uh, and, and people ignore, because here's the thing, when you're anxious or worried or, or you're overwhelmed with something, especially like, let's say, let's say you're overwhelmed at work mm-hmm. and you spend your entire day working and you work extra because you're behind and you want to make a good impression, but you don't never take time for yourself mm-hmm. for that self-care time. Mm-hmm. You're going to be overwhelmed. Because you haven't refreshed yourself, you haven't re-energized, you haven't like reset yourself sure. to be in a better position, to be in a better mood, to be in a, in a better mindset. Take take an hour, hour and a half, go get yourself a pedicure. Yes. Well, <laughs> no, that, that's a great example of something that is self-care. Yeah. Take time for yourself. Take care of yourself. That is super important. So let me give you that. That's one of the ways to mm-hmm. manage anxiety naturally without using drugs is, is focus on self-care, focus on the things you enjoy. Now, I've had a lot of clients and I say, well, what do you like doing? They're like, uh, I don't know. I like watching TV. And I'm like, good. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that because here's the thing. Over the years, you know, we grew up. But don't watch a documentary about Malaysia flight, blah, blah, blah. Because well, no, no, no. that's yeah, going to make you watch something super serious. Yeah. But if it's something you enjoy, let's say you have a show that you enjoy and you really, you really like it and you escape with it. It's, it's same as reading a book, right? It's, it's a way to escape and get away and just let your, your mind take a break from that worry, from right. that anxiety. Right. So yeah, absolutely. Speaking of geek sidebar, we haven't done that in a while. Okay. Are you up on Picard? I am 100% caught up. Yes. Did you watch the last episode? I absolutely oh! did. Okay. Okay. I'm not gonna not gonna give any spoilers, but engage. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, it was great. Fantastic. It, it was. Fun. There's a lot of people that are kind of uh, upset about this season because really? there hasn't been a lot of continuity. There was well, a, well there, no, I, I I get the story, but the story's a little bit convoluted. It's it really is, but there yeah. was some, what the previous season it had to do everything with the Borg. Yes. Right. Yeah. And then a, a line from Dr. Crusher. We're totally geeking out. Yes. A line from Dr. Crusher in the like two episodes ago. They're like, we haven't heard from the Borg in 10 years. Dolts, you just had them. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. It was Last just year. not a lot of continuity right. going on here. So, well, and, and, and in that defense, she might have not heard of them in 10 years, but. Well, see, now you're nitpicking. I am. I, I'm trying to make excuses. <laughs> it's crazy. He have a brain like a chicken. No, but I will tell you that it really, everything that's happened up to this point, you're like, that is so much fun. Well, see, here's the thing. I, I don't care what's happened before just to get that in yeah. the last episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well worth it. And Worf is- Just that. Worf is cracking my ass <laughs> up. As <Yeah>. is Data. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Data Spoiler. Too. Yep, right. Spoiler. Just, yeah. Just, just, if it, I know, I, I, we love sci-fi. We mm-hmm. like our stuff, but- I hope Just watch it. I'm not going to spoil anything. I hope we don't die. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. All right. So, what is the what are some of the other things? So, let me tell do? you some other things. Um, this sounds trite and cliche, but I'm going to tell you it works. 
breathing exercises. I say this to clients all the time, and, and I experience this myself. I find myself talking to people from, let's say, I don't know, 11 a.m. till 7 or 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. You know, I have five minutes in between sessions to, to use the bathroom, eat mm-hmm. something really quick. Mm-hmm. I could go a whole day and realize I've not once Breath- <gasps> breathed, <sighs> taken right. a deep breath. Right. It, it, and it feels like, and I'm exaggerating this, it feels like the whole day is <gasps> like I'm panting. Mm-hmm. So, so being aware of this, and and I know I tell clients this, and they're they, they roll their eyes at me. They're like, "Oh," and I'm like, "Listen, just do it. Do it for one minute. Just do it. Just one minute of yes. Just not. Yep. You don't have to deep. You know, breathe deep. Just concentrate. Well, no, you don't have to meditate no, for an just, hour. Just my my for point one being is that breathe. breathing deep. It do, it does it physiologically." It changes your whole, the deeper you breathe, the more oxygen your blood gets. Sure. How, how and, do you, and that circulation increases. How do you go to sleep? You slow down your breathing. Yes, and it your, becomes deeper. Yeah. Just do that for I, one I, minute. I say this during my hypnosis induction. Your breathing becomes slower. Incrementally, you fall off into levels of relaxation until you fall asleep. Sure. That's how it works. That's how our bodies work. So I guarantee you, if, if you can breathe deeply, it is going to help you. Um, here's what happens in a panic attack. People tend to hyperventilate. Correct. Because they get panicked. Mm-hmm. And they start with a... <laughs> right. Can't, can't control. Get their breath. Yeah, they, can't control and they the can't breathing. breathe. Yeah. And, and their chest feels compressed. And, and everything feels constricted. I guarantee if you just stop and just in through your nose, out through your mouth, out through your mouth. The same, the same thing if you went and saw a physical trainer, mm-hmm. it's exactly how they tell you to exercise. Yeah. In through, in your, through nose. your nose, out through your mouth. Come on. It's it's Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. And and I know, I, I and I, I want to reemphasize how important this is. People, people just crap on it all the time because it is so cliche but it's true it works i'm telling you it will help you all right breathe um another way is to practice mindfulness meditation now you ask what is mindfulness meditation? i was about to say okay mindfulness meditation it's just focusing on what is that present like and, and and it can be done in any number of ways that the the way i like to describe it is like just focus on something could be the table, mm-hmm. could be the mouse in front of me, and just focus on what's right now. Don't worry about what's past. Don't worry about what's future. Mm-hmm. Focus on what's right now. Sure. And and it doesn't matter. I don't know if you've ever. Here's a thing that 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 leads into meditation. But but I'm not saying you have to meditate necessarily. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 a mantra word, and I don't know if you've ever heard of that term. Mantra. A mantra. Okay. Yeah, I've heard of mantra. So a mantra is is something that you just say over and over again. Mm-hmm. So let's say cookie. I'll just bring out any word. <laughs> Ding, cookie. <laughs> Have you ever said a word over and over again so many times that it becomes meaningless to you? Yeah. That that's a mantra. Yeah. 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 Pretty soon if you say it a certain amount of times it's, it just it just becomes it just becomes noise. It becomes a sound. Mm-hmm. It becomes it, it's 
it's disconnected from what it is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm coming it's crazy. Up with, I have a few of them that die. Uh, What's happening? Because being mindful when you're anxious, a lot of people, public speaking, for example, mm-hmm. you may, and I'm sure you've experienced this too, David. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're on stage yep. and you're talking to a group of people yep. and you start saying something over and you, you say it more often than you actually would in. A, oh, yeah. Like like, like segues or yeah. or like like like. Or, uh, or, OK. Or, OK. Or. Right. Yes. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that that's part of being mindful as well. Yes. You know, and to keep you from being anxious. Yes. Right. Absolutely. Yes. Keeps your brain going. Yeah. And. And, but it's and it just, it, it really just kind of, it, it's, I, and I'm going to use a computer term. It kind of just purges, purges the hard drive of, of, of junk. Uh-huh. It, it just focuses on what's right now, what's right in front of you. Right. Um, so that the most common typing of anxiety is generalized anxiety disorder. It's just excessive worry about everyday things. Um, the next, I, I guess the next most common is social anxiety disorder, and it's a fear of interacting with people. Yep. Well, That's a welcome huge to, one for most people. Welcome to 2023. Yep. Now, here's the thing, and, and I say this to clients, and again, that this is something that it's, it's, it sounds simple, but this is the truth. Your, your feeling is that everybody is watching and looking and judging you. On the contrary, most people are not doing that. They're doing the same things for themselves. Mm-hmm. They're having the same worries, the same concerns, the same issues that you have. Right. So when you get into that awkward conversation with another person, people tend to think, oh, it's me. <laughs> no, it's probably both of you because right. you're both feeling that that anxiety. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine you sit there having a conversation and just out of nowhere, you just ask them, so... Where's your anxiety level at right now? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, that'd be a great icebreaker in a way. Sure. Because they could be like, oh, my God. You let me, no idea. let me tell you. Yeah. And you have a connection immediately. <laughs> so so, so that is deep breathing, <laughs> mindfulness. The other thing is, if you're in an anxious situation, social, like a social situation, yeah. I tell people, if you're feeling anxious around a group of people, mm-hmm. remove yourself. Right. Take yourself out of the situation when you can. I know there are times that you can't do that. Family gatherings, parties, big social circles. Um, I'll tell you what. I actually did that this past weekend. Yeah. Family was over. Mm-hmm. I had, you know, and I love my kids. I love yeah. being around them. Yep. But there were things going on and I was getting a bit anxious around about uh-huh. a few things. So I excused myself and yep. I took care of something. Yep. You know, I, I went and took care of my own personal business. Yep. And then I came back. I was gone for four minutes. Okay. But still, I, I was able to understand that I didn't want to be in that situation. Yeah. Just need to take I a break. Took a break. Yep. And then I came back. Good Absolutely. So. And, and, and I know for, for people it, that that's not unusual. Just take a break when you need one. Mm-hmm. So here are the major things. Deep breathing, mindfulness, and again, removing yourself from situations or taking a break from situations when you need to. Here, here's what a lot of people get into the trap of that. Oh, I, I can't leave. I'm, I'm, I'm in charge or I'm you know, right. whatever. No, just to say to somebody else, I need 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. I'll be back. Sure. Just let them take control. Mm-hmm. And, and, but don't blame those other people. For no, you. yeah, no, no, exactly. And don't, don't blame others for that. So, so there are medications that can help with anxiety. 
Now, again, I, I, I look at these as the last case scenario or, or the last resort, uh, because, because you don't want to be on. So, so if you can avoid medication, avoid it. I, I think that's, that's across the board. If you don't mm-hmm. need to take painkillers, don't take them. Right. If you don't need to take anything, don't take it because you're, you're relying on a substance or a medication to help you. Right. Now, there are times when you do need that. So the two major, medications for anxiety are xanax and clonopin both of them work very similarly okay um they're called benzodiazepines so benzos okay they're called benzos yes that that's a classification of medication okay so what they do is that in 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 essence they slow down the synapses activity in your mind in your brain so that you can just not think as much or or just be more calm or just more relaxed. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing about those long-term benzo prescriptions. Long taking benzos long-term can have effects on you. Okay. Um you know it can cause um uh, lethargy, it can cause uh, uh uh mind gaps or mind blanks or whatever. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing, if you don't have to do it don't do it, but but in certain situations that becomes necessary. So how do you determine when is medication necessary? If you've tried all these other things, right, and you're not able to 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 make any progress or manage your anxiety, then medication may be helpful for you. Okay, because you had mentioned there were five items, and then we covered those five items as to what was someone that how you would diagnose someone with an anxiety disorder. Oh. That that was the DSM five. Oh, gotcha. Okay, not five items. That was just from the Diagnostic DSM. Statistical Manual. Is is the 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 DSM five? Like, the, oh, the, the the book that has all of the mental disorders. I'm a little slow on the well, uptake, okay. David. Yeah, you're okay. Yeah, you're fine. Oh, good <laughs> for you. I'm just gonna remove myself from the equation for a moment. <laughs> so here's the thing. If you're if you're experiencing anxiety. It's it's a very common mental health condition. Don't feel like you're alone. 40 million people are going through the same thing you are. Talk to your doctor first. Mm-hmm. Talk about your symptoms and what you're feeling. We mentioned self-care. Practice self-care. Mm-hmm. Avoid overthinking. Use the mindfulness technique right. to avoid overthinking. The next, well, the next one, I, I actually included it. Be mindful and practice meditation. Right. Just take care of your physical health here's the big thing that people don't do a lot of times when you're anxious you don't eat mm-hmm. you don't drink or you do drink and or you, you do or eat. you're drinking alcohol yeah. to kind of numb that so definitely take care of your physical health eating well exercising and getting enough sleep now i know with with anxiety sometimes it's hard to sleep mm-hmm. that's where these other tools come in sure if after all of that the best thing is talk to a therapist Go see someone. They can walk you through through you know routines and and exercises and give you suggestions on things you can do to help right. curb that anxiety. And I'm biased here because I do hypnosis. One of the best things for anxiety is hypnosis because what that does is it is it rewires. See what anxiety. Let, let me start and then I'll plug my hypnosis. Anxiety happens. You don't think about it. You don't try to have anxiety. It's just running in the background like a computer program. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
It just runs in the background and you feel it. That ha- that all happens in the subconscious. It becomes a habit. Mm, Anxiety right. is a habit. And once it's, in, once it's embedded in your mind, it just runs automatically. You don't try to do it. It just happens. Right. The best thing to, 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 to sever that connection is hypnosis because with hypnosis, we can tap into the subconscious, change that thinking pattern and allows you to become free of that worry, that cycle, that worry cycle, that anxiety cycle that just keeps happening. Wow. So there you go. Those are the things that you can do. So if, if, if at some point you feel like you've done all of these things, meditation, self-care, deep breathing, medication even and you're still suffering with that talk to you need to see someone yeah that's the most important thing and and don't see it you know we've been doing this podcast for forever and i know i've probably said this at some point don't see this as a weakness the weakness is not talking to someone right i there's a quote on our website and and i'm, I'm going to give you also let me let me plug this real quick the, on our website not not motor city hypnotist i'm going to include the other website the clinical website mm-hmm. counseling and therapy associates.com i know it's kind of long it's counseling and and is spelled out Again, counseling okay. and therapy associates.com on the website at the very bottom if you scroll all the way down there's a handbook for anxiety totally free download just click on it enter your email we'll send it right to you it's automatic one of the things that you said was Mm self-care talking to somebody and stepping up and realizing that you you should do that that's part of self-care it is it's taking it's taking time for yourself because i know a lot of people say well i don't have time i need to do this this and this i have other responsibilities yeah make the time it's important that is that is I say there are certain things that you need to make time for. And and the self-care things are those times. Those I, I tell clients, make this a priority before anything else. Because if you don't, you're gonna be burnt out. You're you're gonna right. I, I, I see it as like a there's only so much to give. And if you give everything out, you don't have anything left for yourself. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to crash. Take and care burn. of yourself first. All right, folks, that is anxiety and panic attacks. Thanks for joining us. Um, we'll be back. I don't know. We, I don't know what episode next episode will be. All right. Uh, maybe we'll do a top 10 list. Surprise we haven't, we haven't done that since Valentine's Day. So. Well, yeah, you're right. You, when, uh, your so, bride yeah. was here. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Maybe maybe we'll pull another one out. All right. Uh, if you have, guys have any suggestions for anything, drop it in the Facebook, on right. our Facebook page. Perfect. I'll take a look. Yeah. Just do we'll, it. We'll, we'll use your thing. Maybe we'll <laughs> use your... Uh, Use your information. What are you people? On dope? <laughs> awesome. Dave, so in the meantime, go good ahead. to see you. Good to see you too, Matt. Appreciate Thanks for you. hanging out with yeah. me. I appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. Go on. All right, folks. Change your thinking. Change your life. Laugh hard. Run fast. Be kind. We'll see you next time. Bye.